The Icelandic PM this week says he wants to ban pineapple on pizzas. Say, say he enforced it like on a worldwide ban. What's he going to have? Like the Icelandic pineapple death squads, like just running around, doing clapping people, clapping like, people. Yeah. <laughs> From the industrial heartland of Sydney, you're listening to Boys Who Brunch, a podcast giving breakfast radio the existential crisis it had to have, with your hosts. Lucky, Mike, and Fun. Guys, welcome. Welcome hey, back. Hi, hey, mate. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Hello, McQueen. Hello. So, uh, <laughs> we've left the industrial heartland today to do a Boys Who Brunch on the road tour. We needed a bit of sea breeze. We needed a bit of sea breeze. We're in the uh, Amalfi Mist. Uh, we've got some Amalfi Mist from a delighted scented candle. And we do have no sea breeze because if we let the sea breeze in, you'd hear it in the background. Um, but yeah, we're in... Kombucha Heartland. ...today. So, watch out. <laughs> what?! <laughs> so no name specificity. I, I didn't tell 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 the, the listeners like who lives here. I just said we're in Kombucha Heartland. No, but what about a lot of northern beaches listeners? We're, we're in the car in Kombucha Heartland. We're, yeah, we're we're broadcasting from the car in Kombucha Heartland. It's cruising the streets. <laughs> All of that mystique built up around the industrial heartland, and now. Well, mate, the industrial heartland was busy today, right? <laughs> There's a lot of in- industry going on. Now we're in the coastal heartland. Now we're in the coastal heartland. Like, you need a holiday from the industrial heartland occasionally. Yeah, and I'm trying to bring back big industry to the coastal heartland, you know? Like, why are they shipping these jobs off to the industrial heartland when you could clearly produce <laughs> aluminium on the coast? I mean, come on! Or you could build a port at Tama. Yeah, let's bring back those jobs! <laughs> yeah, you could fit a port down there. Shout outs. Um, first shout out, we'd like to thank Tom for coming on our last episode. Thomas for the fifty seventh yeah, time. If, 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 if our falling out is going to happen because you and me can't agree on Tom or Thomas, like we've got problems. So hey, how about however he chooses to identify himself? Yeah. We'll go with that. He said Tom was fine, yeah, but his his whole branding is Thomas. It's thomasmitchell.com.au that right. you should visit, everyone. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Thomas, hey! for, for appearing on the show last week. Um, we had a great time. Last uh, week? Oh, three weeks ago. <laughs> Mate, this coastal heartland is not dealing... <laughs> well, man, it always feels like last week with you. That's guys. nice. It feels, like, oh, oh, feels oh. like home to if we, me. If we could, I'd do it every Sunday, you know, but, you know. That's what the listeners want, but... Do they? Do they? <laughs> I think every three weeks is enough for them. Well, every two. Let's go back to every two. Fortnite. Um, also, like to give another shout out to Bezmos for the editing job he continues to do. Um, now, he's come on the show and talked about uh, Ark, the video Ark, game. where you ride raptors. <laughs> where you ride raptors around and stuff. So yeah. we'll, we'll just we'll bury that one. <laughs> he has yeah. a much more interesting he's ride a, that he's doing at the moment. Correct. ride, right? And this one's called Star Citizen. And I need him to come on and tell me what's going on. Because Star Citizen was created by this guy called Chris Roberts. Who made the Wing Commander series in the 90s. Do you remember that? Is this now just like a video game no, no, podcast? I, just, I, need, I, need some, I need some I have no idea here. what you're talking I about. Help here. Okay. I, I do know Mark Hamill was in yeah, it. Yeah, Mark Hamill was in it. Um, oh, it's a movie. McDowell. No, it was a game, but it had movie scenes. Oh. With, with Luke Skywalker. And it was amazing. It was big, big time back then. So was it a Star Wars thing? Sort of like that, yeah. But, so they didn't get they get sued by George Lucas? No, no it was, they didn't, it's not a Star Wars series. It's Wing Commander. 
It was a space shooter game with a joystick, right? Wouldn't there be some IP issues going on? He wasn't just George Luke Skywalker. Oh, oh, and another guy yeah, yeah, in the yeah, in the yeah, space. Cut to a movie scene of him. Okay, and thank you for clearing that up. Okay, well, I always thought you were saying like George Lucas has all the rights to anything made about space. <laughs> it was a weird nineties. <laughs> they thought video games might be the actual video game part, and then the cut scenes would be movie scenes. Yeah, yeah, like oh, I think, real I think actors. Biff was in it as well. Biff was a, was anyway, Biff Tannen. The production values were very high. The guy kind of disappeared for a while in the, the you know the the dark days of, of space games in the 2000s anyway, <laughs> they the dark days anyway, he's back right and he's crowdfunded this game holy where moly it's like a all inclusive like you get your own ship uh, first person shooter game called Star Citizen anyway it's in, in launch I've got Liam's computer I was like I'm gonna give this a go anyway because he's got it on his computer he's got it on his computer yes. he's like no no you can't use my account you'll have to go buy your own account $40 for a starter account and you get a crappy spaceship or get this 680 US dollars for a, for a freighter. I was like, Liam, Liam, what's going on here, mate? He's like, well, it's crowdfunding. I'm like, I'm not paying 680 real dollars. US. US for, for some ship that doesn't exist. That's... That's I've really crazy, steep. mate. We're getting out of the podcast business and getting into the Kickstarter. <laughs> mate, you know, you know, games. one of um, Trump's Bannon, I think, like his top advisor, made money by getting um, outsourcing mining in World of Warcraft to like Chinese oh, guys to go kids. play the yeah. game, and then they'd like dig for refined gold or whatever yeah, you yeah, do, yeah. and then he'd pay them like two dollars an hour. For like however much, and gold. then what and you then would buy the resources. He'd sell like the like video game currency on eBay for real currency to Americans. So how much did Liam spend on this game? I think he he did the starter pack, which like is the forty dollars. He might have spent sixty US dollars. Or something. <laughs> That's a lot for a not actual game, not like a game. very Correct. beta game. Yeah. But then it's on top of that, you have to, you can buy insurance. So if your ship blows up, you still get it back. Um, well, you, you have don't to have insurance. You've lost your six hundred eighty US dollars. What's the, what's the How excess? much is in? Oh, no. <laughs> what's the excess? <laughs> you have to swap details with the <laughs> with the guy who shot you. Do you need Do you need a green slip before you can get drive around on the <laughs> little ships? Yeah, probably. I'd say so. Go, go, to, the go to the RTA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a, do this guy's bank account. Get a he ticket. Rolling in it. Mate, he doesn't even need to release the game. Anyway, Bez Boss, who's the unofficial fourth member of the team, he's currently he's coming on next ep to talk about his adventures on the buses to and from our beautiful nation's capital on the weekend. So you got that to look forward to. Exciting stories to be Oh, M, Julie. Apparently, I reckon that could be 45 minutes. A bus chat? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the bus spectacular. Yeah. Mate, regional buses. <laughs> Can they show is, re- is Canberra regional? I guess it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Canberra's not, but it's a regional bus. Yeah. Like country link trains. It's not. Yeah. Do you reckon there's a market for a full-time podcast about bus routes around the country? No. Okay. Well, no, because like it's too bus specific. Route. So the only pe- the people interested in like the 423, <laughs> like aren't, they didn't give a shit about some Brisbane no, you know, like, like X74 like <laughs> bus road. There are train spotters and there are plane spotters. 
Maybe there's a few like bus spotting enthusiasts out there who is just love nothing I was, more. I was confused with train spotting. Are they interested in the actual vehicles, the trains, or are they interested in timetables? I think the timetables. Yeah, the it's big, like that's the. Thing. Yeah. So what do you do? You, you sit there with a chair and you watch the trains or planes. And you mark out, off which plane, which planes or trains are leaving at a certain time. Is it to see how efficient they are? Yeah, maybe. Maybe and, like, you keep, keep track keep, of keep like the bastards on us at the airport. Why is that linked to the movie name? Why is train spotting called train spotting? They do that in one point in the first movie. They're just sitting down watching trains go by. Oh, you know they're at, or they're standing there at the back. It was like the yeah. I think okay. they all jumped I'm, off their faces. Is there something about like a pointless existence? Probably. Yeah, yeah. So people yeah. sit at Don't train stations. No, no, not even a train station. By the tracks. Just watch the track, the trains. Oh, so you're not even at the st- like just no. wherever, and, and you, you go, oh, that's the, and, and they go, oh, that's the four twenty three from. Janali. Yeah. So, so, but next week, or when we when we go back to the industrial heartland, big news. They're doubling up the freight line. We can go and watch that live from, from the, freight the freight line. line. Oh, mate, is that a Maersk cargo <laughs> container going by? Where's the train line? Uh, in bo- uh, the industrial heart. I don't know. From don't the port. The map. You got to get a. But where does it go from the port to where? To Newcastle. No, it goes up to I think to Marrickville. Is there a train a train yard at Marrick or Rockdale? There's a big sorting oh, station. Ah, no, there is a big sorting yeah. station yeah. just near St. Diego. So it goes so, along. Oh, I know yeah, what you're so talking they, about. So they dump their containers from the port. And yep. then it's really near the IKEA. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get your that. cocaine ones off and then the rest go on. Yeah. Well, look, guys, we are divulging. Mate, we've all seen season um, Divulging. Diverging <laughs> from the brunch. <laughs> and we are divulging information about and, um, trains. It's Yeah, so we'll save this for the full-time train. Planes, Bus. automobiles, podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, we've got to we've got to gauge interest. Maybe we should see if the Kickstarter <laughs> gets any funding for a bus route, bus timetable podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because because I invited Katrina uh, Roundtree onto the podcast <laughs> the other night. Okay, How this is going to be this should be its whole so, segment. So, All right, so set the scene, set the scene, set the scene. So I'm at the Arnott's charity ball dinner. Yeah. She comes. No out names. Say hello. Um, no names. And I go to Katrina. I go come on the show. And she goes, what, what are you guys talking about? I go, it's boys and brunch. She goes, what are you talking about? Like breakfast. I'm like, first of all, well, brunch. <laughs> <laughs> and second, but how, how did you get introduced to her? You've gone too far down the track. It doesn't matter how I got introduced to her. She came over to the table. She came over to you she and said, in, who are you, young she, man? She was emceeing the event. Okay. All right. She's emceeing the event. And, um, how long were you talking before you revealed that you I had a podcast? I think it was about 20 seconds. <laughs> I think I was, like, I, was, I was I was in there with a the hard sell. Nothing about VR editing. No, or no, it's no, like... I was in there with a the hard sell with the podcast. So she goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, you know, cafes, brunch, politics, and apparently trains. <laughs> and then her response? Her uh, response, she she tried to shift the conversation to other things. So <laughs> To the next person. So, I don't think she's sold yet, but what I'm planning on doing is launching like a, you know, the Get Coney 2012 campaign? Yep. Yep. Get, Re- Katri- Get Roundtree 2017, Boys Who on the campaign. On the podcast. All right. So it's going to blow. What would we talk to Katrina about though? Will we, give her free <laughs> will we give her free reign to whatever she wants to Absolutely. To Absolutely. What if she's an anti-vaxxer? No, no, for <laughs> no. <laughs> um, we have no mate. We cannot. cannot are we in the anti-vaxxer heartland of Sydney? No, <laughs> I feel we might be. I don't know, man. It's not my scene yet. I don't know any kids, <laughs> but I'll let you know. I don't think so. Retractions. 
Alright, um, I guess this is also a shout out So to the mystery woman who has emailed us uh, our new intro The beautiful radio voice Your beautiful radio voice um, We'd like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts But she's also had some criticism And she's Good. told me to stop saying <laughs> hello gents So uh, apparently I have to stop that And hey hey In life or on the show? In, I think just D- all, all, all media in life, in life, yeah yeah So no more hey gents And no more hey hey Because it's too crusty to clean <laughs> Um, What's wrong with Is that where you got it from? No, I don't know where I got it from. Subconscious. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. (laughs) It was always hard to live up to that for the rest of the podcast. I don't don't mind. Oh, hey, hey. That's kind of funny. Oh, hey, hey. Anyway. We'll workshop it. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll go. And we'll keep an eye if you don't retract it from now on. (laughs) Fair mail. All right. First off the bat, we have had... Some constructive criticism uh, thrown our way. So this has actually come in the form of a WhatsApp message from frequent uh, commentator uh, Cam, uh, well, frequent uh, critic, critic Cam. Anyway, it's great that we're doing this as a recorded segment now because he can't actually text us during the break and say, you know, fuck off. <laughs> but so, so basically, what what happened in this WhatsApp thread? A friend, the bonsai botanist, yep. uh, who has been on the show. We don't need to tell this story in detail. No, no, exactly. yes, we do. We're not. No, we're not oh. telling the story in detail. Okay. You can contact the bonsai botanist for the <laughs> okay. story. Told a dick joke, right? And he told a very uh, elaborate dick joke by recording it and then sending it through as a recording on, on the thread. And Cam goes, "Ha ha, Reese just trumped boys who brunch in a single recording." And I just thought to myself, number one, saying that you've trumped someone is not an insult anymore. <laughs> And number two, we don't go blue. Are we not doing? We don't work blue. Are we not doing enough dick jokes on the show? I don't want to do any dick jokes. Well, I feel like we need to get our listeners to send in some dick jokes because clearly we're not. We should do. Enough. We should do an X-rated section like they have those FHMs used to have those <laughs> weird pages in the middle with the black section. If Cameron wants like to get dick jokes, he knows where to show. go. If you don't like it, mate, don't listen. Real easy. <laughs> But feel free to email in your dick jokes, your dick pics, or your dick vids. No worries. That was a joke. That was a joke. (laughs) Far out. So we forgot to tell everyone, but when Thomas uh, came into the Industrial Heartland the other week, we went up to our local uh, brunch cafe, and we all sampled a ginger latte. And... I've noticed ginger really starting to make a big push. I think this is big ginger, like the big ginger conglomerate. Mate, ginger's been big for a while. Yeah, well, mate, it's got to it's stop. peaking. Because after we had the disgusting ginger latte... Like I don't a, think there was any like actual it. coffee oh, in that. It was filthy. Um, I think it was just warm milk with some ginger, ginger powder. Whatever, it was disgusting. I was at the shops the other day, ginger Coke for a refreshing hit. There's nothing refreshing about ginger. Mate, ginger's very refreshing. No, like maybe a little bit in a carrot juice every now and then, but that's it. Get it off the table. Get it out of my latte. Get what about it out of with my a backpack. nice piece of nigiri? I was going to say that. What about with sashimi? Yeah, that's, that's okay. when it works. That's okay. <laughs> alright. Are you doing your stir fries with ginger? Mate. Okay, so Lockie's just blown out the expensive <laughs> candle, candle and the wax, the hot wax has gone all over Mike. We're going to take a quick break. No, keep rolling. Uh, Lockie's just watched Fifty Shades Darker. I'm so. <laughs> keep speaking, rolling. Speaking of Fifty Are you Shades, rolling? yeah, still on. Speaking of Fifty I'm so Shades sorry, Darker, Mike. 
That's that okay. Not meant to, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, mate. So, so get this with Fifty Shades Darker. So there's a Christian Grey. Oh, yeah, mate. You just told us all about putting coasters Big down. All right, look, we got. No, no, no. Keep going, going, keep going, mate. Keep going. You got to fix your table. I'm fine. He's got it sorted. So Fifty Shades of Grey has a Facebook chatbot for the movie, right? So it's Christian Grey. So he started. Well, he chats to you. He chats to you. What are you talking about, mate? I'm. Do you know who Christian? No, this is. A chatbot on on Facebook Messenger. I've, we've talked about chatbots before, Lockie. What so, are if, they? what's a chatbot? A bot's a little like computer program that speaks to you and pretends to be a human. Correct. It's how all the Trump, whenever articles about Trump come up, there's all these like automatic responses. Yeah. So, do you it's understand like what a chatbot is? No. Okay. So, I set up a computer program to be Michael, right? Yep. yep. And he pre-programs things that sound like what what a Michael, Michael would, say would say to you. Say. So, like. Hey, Michael, can I have a coffee? And I'll work, and this program will say yes, or so only you, if it's a Tim's. So you program your own reactions. Well, I don't, but the programmers will. So they've programmed... Oh. Program- There's this film called Fifty Shades Darker. Lockie, just go back to cleaning the table and maybe the <laughs> listeners will understand. Okay, so, so a yeah. program called Fifty Shades Darker... Uh, a, a, a chatbot for Christian Grey, the main character in Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, I'm so aware Amelia, who he is. Amelia has started... Um, texting him. Um, <laughs> is he? Uh, well, I'm there watching, and he he just gets really needy. So sometimes he'll just. Like, He's really creepy. Yeah, sometimes he'll just text like at like eleven o'clock, like "What are you doing?" and just send pictures of handcuffs. Well, what what else do you want <laughs> from that bot? That amazing, seems very accurate. It's amazing how he really died off towards the end of the week last week. Then on the weekend, the text started coming again. Amazing. So it's like... Mate, he's a businessman. So like he's nothing like, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Thursday. Thursday, Friday, like, oh, you're getting some Christian Grey text. I better go see this movie. It's, uh... Have you seen the first one? Yeah. Apparently, isn't it just like porn? Oh, I don't, I don't want to give it's it on air the, <laughs> It's pretty funny for the first half because the first half... We're talking the about the first, first movie, film. Mick, or the second one? I haven't seen the second one. Yeah. First half, it feels like they're taking the piss. And they know they're taking the piss, and then the second half feels like they don't know they're taking the piss. <laughs> How does it so change? First, How does it change? It gets really serious and boring in the second half. In the second half of the gotcha. first one, but the first half is like a joke, and it's seemingly like they're in on the joke, so it's quite funny. But then they're like not in, and they're like deadly serious the back half. So, are you getting on this app? No, is there I'm not one on the for app. a for a, for the girl? I don't. So, think so. oh, she's doesn't. So really she would do get Facebook she messages is. from the chatbot. Yeah, from Christian Gray. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that's just deep mar- like marketing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Did but it cost, did it cost quite, her money? No, no. 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 Mate, he want, he just like he's trying to get you excited about going to the theater. Who's he? Christian Grey, the, <laughs> the chatbot. <laughs> I think we should start up a boys who brunch chatbot. We should. Maybe we do that instead of doing the program. Look, yeah. First, we get the fan mail, then yeah. we get the chatbot. Yeah. <laughs> we should do an episode where we set up the chatbot, and then we do an episode just reading from responses of the chatbot <laughs> and see how close it is to an actual show. The Icelandic PM this week has says he wants to ban pineapple on pizzas, and in Iceland or the whole was, world? Well. That was left unclear. Well, how's, how's and then he's, he, he's, he was forced to backtrack. <laughs> they got the Vikings. He says he clap. doesn't want to live in a country when the Prime Minister can ban types of food. And he said the seafood's the best option. 
on a pizza topic. That so, is so, very so, controversial. Say, say he enforced it like on a worldwide ban. What's he going to have? Like the Icelandic pineapple death squads, <laughs> like just running around, doing clapping people, clapping like, people. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I reckon it's probably pretty expensive to buy a pineapple in Iceland. It's <laughs> a very good point. So, big question is: Are the real cultural tastemakers in our society the politicians? That, is that how they got to the top, Mike? Like, By having a more refined uh, set of taste buds palette? than anyone else? Yeah, a more refined palate. Well, no, Malcolm's got a great palate. Yeah, and he's sure. having some high-end... He, he likes a San Giovese. It's a good draw. Is, mm. is, is Paleo Pete Evans going to make it all the way to the top of this country? No. No. Because he's, he's out there. He's out there about milk. And- I got the big endorsement of Paleo Pete Evans by my uh, dentist. Last time I went, now my dentist has been following up that I'm due back for a checkup, and I'm just hesitant. So, the, so your dentist has recommended Paleo Pete. He was like, "Oh, I don't quite." What about fluoride? Well, is he's he... not a lat- lunatic, but <laughs> who Pete or your no? My dentist, dentist is like not like a Queenslander or a lunatic, but um, <laughs> God, hello Queensland. <laughs> but yeah, Pete was like, "Oh, all your problems, it's all to do with the carbs." You just need to get on that paleo diet. What problems are you having? We're going to discuss them now, but no, it's your problems. dentist. Not it's your problems. dentist. What's he doing about carbs Maybe for? He's, a, he's got a, he's got a <laughs> medical degree. He like knows about shit. So, mate, I just want to know if, I, if my teeth are going to fall connected. out and can you help them by not, not falling out? That's where the dentist relationship ends. <laughs> I just saw, um, I don't know if you've seen Moonlight, not but it's so uncomfortable watching someone with grills. You know, like all oh, the uh, things the on your teeth, gold grills yeah. in front of your teeth, and just watching someone, like, and you just imagine them wearing their teeth down. I was, it's like, um, I are they like do an they eat with them? Do they no, eat there's the like grill? a scene he actually takes them out before the guitarist so in the black. So if you've got grills, that means you've also got this awkward like mouth guard packet in your pocket, so you can put it away. Mm. You think about that every time you see grills. He just put he puts it on like a diner table. A what? On a diet? Or just out on well, the table? He just takes it out and maybe he puts it on a napkin or something. But that's the, not very The guitarist idea. in Black Lips had a grill. Remember that band? Yeah, he looks like the sort of guy that had a grill. <laughs> He's from, they're from Atlanta, though. Atlanta, that's where, that's Georgia. Where ATL's where the grill craze kicked off, I think. There you go. Tastemakers here, no. No. <laughs> Let's move on. Paleo Pete. Let's talk Louis. about. The shortwave signal. <laughs> so, do you guys have any good shortwave radio stories? Have you ever used the shortwave radio before? Do you know what shortwave radio is? Me and Mike will know quite a bit about it. Hit me. studied it in physics. Hit me. That was a long time ago. It's not CB radio. No, it's shortwave radio. <clears throat> so, it's like the band below AM radio. Is that correct, Mike? Yeah. I yeah. So. But how do you tune into it? Um, you need, you need a, a shortwave wave. radio. So when I lived overseas in China, yep. China, I have this thing now wherever I, I hear anyone say China, I immediately think of Trump going, China, China, <laughs> China, it's, it's really weird. I can't Shane bright it. like a China, China. <laughs> so we used to listen to the ABC shortwave radio signal in China. Um, and what, what, what was, did you get state secrets? Uh, no. Because oh, okay. shortwave's how everyone listens to BBC World Service and stuff everywhere. and Yeah. And things. you used to have this giant sp- 
full like it looked like a yo-yo for the antenna. Right. So you would wheel out this thing that was like fifteen meters long. Fifteen, get, not fifteen meters. It was ten to fifteen meters. It was a long spool. So where was of this in water. your house? Well, we did on the balcony, and you just roll it out. So like what, a was it? Yo-yo. Like a, a like a metal wire, like a wire. Like a wire. Well, because the thing about wire. shortwave, you know how if you go out. Chances are I'm going to say no to this question. No, but you're leaving Sydney and you like can't listen to FBI radio past a certain point, and then you can't listen to Triple J and Triple M past a certain point, and the signals start, and you have to find the new. And today FM like lasts like quite a way, then it starts dropping out. The short wave, like you listen in Shanghai to ABC. Yeah. Oh. So they've they've just shut off the short wave signal. So there was a like bit of a protest for the ABC. For the ABC but what? Progress. What ABC is it? Radio National on ABC, uh, Mike. I think they had their own little shortwave station. Yeah. Like it was its own. So it was like a it was a it combo might, it of might content. Have changed into Radio National as, yeah. as the years went on. But there was a, a dead set protest about the shortwave signal getting turned off because guys in like you know regional country country Australia. Yeah. That was the only signal they could get. Yeah. Cut off. So if we rolled out. The 15 meter wire here yeah. in the coastal heartland, yeah. would we get BBC World yeah, Service? Yeah, or like African radio signals and things. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? Do, so, can you get them at like JB Hi Fi? It's very hard to find, track one down now. Where's your dad's one? Oh, I think we threw it out. Oh, God. I think they the, used the to be bigger. The spool ended up becoming like a normal yo yo. You know how they always get entangled? Yeah. <laughs> so, the spool just stopped winding out properly. Yeah. This is educational. And it's, I feel they're big in the prepping community oh man because you've got to be able to like thing. it's the access to because you're in a remote area when it's when you're prepping. in your bunker you've got to be away from i feel we should start up prepping news to come after brunch news no no well, we, we're a prepper show so it's just <laughs> we are a prepper show. that's that's why we've gone mobile <laughs> yeah we're testing out our um just the flexibility of where we can record. Yeah, just so in case something goes down. We get stuck in, in a industrial bunker. Heartland. We've got we've got a box of gear just ready to roll. Because you know if something happens, the industrial heartland <laughs> will be the f- spool <laughs> plus yo-yo. Get, get the dog. Get your partner. Don't worry about food. Just get the boys who run a podcast kit and get out of there. <laughs> what to do your own podcast? No, just that's what. Just how we prep. You know, because if we're stuck do in you a have bunker, a, we're going to have, have a, to be broadcasting we something. You, yeah. you know how there's always like... Do you have a bump-out oh, bag ready to go? You, you know, yeah, bump-out bag, yeah. So you know how there's always like the signal that people hear in, 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 the, in the movies? Like, oh, we're going to go to this yeah. station. We can be those guys. Yes. We'll be the signal. Oh, and they'll if get you're listening here, to this, we are, we, are very the, disappointed. we are the beacon of hope. We have three microphones and some pop filters. It's like the end of Terminator 3. <laughs> Correct. Which is actually a good ending. But the rest of the movie was... Woeful, mate. Oh, I, yeah, it's, oh, it's don't even talk about the last one, Genesis. Let's not talk about. It. Yeah, that was shocking. So New Zealand is the hot new prepping. So this has something to do with James Cameron. Is yes, he moved? Hundred percent. And he's going down and checking out the bottom of the ocean. Oh, or something? Mate, what else are you going to do when you're a billionaire? All you do is make films. Is he a billionaire? Probably. Because a lot of people are the really rich are worried there's going to be a revolution in America. So these billionaires are buying up prime location in the other side of the world, yeah, New well, Zealand, it is, it is and the they're far like they're, the they're billionaire preppers. It's the far end of the world, but it's also very scenic over there. There's a lot to do if you like skiing and drinking beer. <laughs> but not if it's an apocalypse. And you know the tech billionaires have watched Lord of the Rings box set oh, yeah. multiple like the times. Extended so version. So they're, they're like, where do I want to go live? Well, 
Middle Earth. Well, yeah, exactly. If at the end of the if at the end of, at the end of the world, if someone's going to turn into Gandalf through tech wizardry, it's going to be me with all my tech stuff in New Zealand. And then, yeah. You and James Cameron. Well, I'm just saying, if I was James Cameron, like he'll he'll have some mech suit, he'll be like, <laughs> he'll come releasing another six avatars. <laughs> Yay! He's doing. He's doing. What is three, it? Five. Three more. Isn't he? Yeah. So it's going to be four in total. Well, let's all get back into the cinema and put on the 3D goggles or the the, the glasses. Yeah. Do you reckon he'll do that again? The 3D glasses for the next three? I remember. It has I'll... to be 3D because he kept going. <laughs> And no one wants 3D. I don't 3D. Think anyone's doing it anymore. But he he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Avatar with very special friend of the show and co-host, previous co-host, future co-host Alana, and it was one of the funniest things I've done because sitting in the cinema and I just couldn't stop looking at like looking at her and going, "You look ridiculous." That means I look ridiculous. This is a rubbish movie. Sam Worthington. Couldn't act his way out of a paper bag from Grilled. Like, come on. I, really I almost like, walked I really out. Like I was like, this actor. is... I think he's great. What? I think he's a good actor. I don't think... Avatar you think was... Sam Worthington is a good actor? Yes. What movies? I think he's in, isn't he in Terminator 4? You can't even remember the movies he's in. Terminator Salvation. <laughs> no, Sam... Oh, look, let's pull it up. You guys keep... Sorry, I'm going to pull up his movies. He's all okay. right in Summer what's, Salt. What's peak Worthington? Well, that Aussie yet, film he has, Is it Somersault? Somersault But he that was early in and yeah, be, I, so That was a good movie So he was in With Abby Clash Cornish the Titans Wasn't too bad Terminator <laughs> Salvation Was better than the fifth one <laughs> This Titans is all Man on the Ledge I hear that's quite good Apparently he's in Hacksaw Ridge Which is like up for a nom- uh, Nominations um, The Death I haven't heard of that one <laughs> Texas Killing Field. That's woeful. That's on Netflix. Don't watch that. <laughs> well, it's sort of ringing endorsement of Mr. Worthington at the What's moment, mate. You're you're yeah, killing him with damp praise. Okay, he's in Bootman. Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> uh, he's in Dirty Deeds. Great movie. Great. Getting Square. Great Australian movie. That is actually quite good. Getting great, Square. Great, great. That wasn't very good. Macbeth. I'm sure. That wasn't very good. Look at you. Listen to yourself. That was the Macbeth set in the Melbourne Underworld. Mate, that wasn't the one with. Justin Curzel doing it. That was the one in the Melbourne Underworld and it got panned. Okay, but if you're in at least four or five good movies in your career, you've okay, done which, okay. Okay, do, do the four good movies. I just told you. You said that you said like a few good yeah. So, so Bootman, number one. Okay. Dirty Deeds, number two. Getting Square, number three. Somersault wasn't bad, number four. <laughs> but in terms four. of his Hollywood movies, they're all Australian films. Man on a Ledge is supposed to be good. Um... Hacksaw Ridge is supposed to be good. You know, like, mate, he's only 40-something. Give him a break. He's 30-something. He's, th- he's, he's How old is he? He's, he's 40. He's 40? He's 40. He's got plenty of time to, like, do the serious stuff and then just become a washed-up comedic actor like De Niro. And you like him because he punched someone at Beatroad Hotel. No, I don't. I didn't know about that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, we're into news. We'll hit that next time. All right. I guess there's been a lot of talk about uh, the stimulation of the Australian economy um, and creating uh, better jobs for Australians, better paying jobs for Australians. Um, and I've had a bit of an idea. I've had a bit of a brainstorm with my mate Ross Gittins over at the uh, Sydney Morning <laughs> Ross Herald. Gittins. Yeah, well, he's the, the chief economist of Australia. I love him. Um, <laughs> so he's a turmeric latte. You have a ginger latte. Whenever Julux runs the promotion of free jelly beans with paint tins, I've never seen this. But you, so you get a you hold get, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Lockie, you've never gotten a paint tin of jelly beans. No. Wait, the jelly beans are in the paint tin. <laughs> yeah. You've never had that either? No, but my, See, the, I'm not buying that much t- paint because I don't own a house. <laughs> yeah, but th- my parents did it back in the 90s. It was like, oh, we've got a paint tin of jelly beans. Happened around Christmas time. Dulux runs promotions where... Are you, are you sure they didn't just get an empty can and fill it with jelly beans and say Dulux gave it to you? No, and they I'm were just being nice I, I to you. I had to deal with Dulux recently as well. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Because it was part of my previous job where yep. I had to go in and order paint. And it was like, if you order 45 litres of paint... That's a lot of paint. It is. We had to paint a lot of walls. <laughs> um, if, you, if you order 45 litres of paint, you get a free one litre tin of jelly beans oh, for trade customers. Now, for home customers, yep. if you ordered like 10 litres of paint, you got like a four litre tin of jelly beans. So you want to be a home customer. So you want to be a home customer. Yeah, but most of are the tradies going and really hankering for some jelly beans. Mate, I would, I would jelly make beans. sure that order got up to 45 litres of paint when the jelly <laughs> bean promotion was By hook or by crook. <laughs> do, you get a, get do you get your card stamped or do you have to do 45 in one order? you got to do 45 So you can't do 20 and then 25. Yeah, you got to do it all in one order. So when we had to order the big tins, I'd be like, okay, sweet, we're doing it all now. Um, Did you take all the jelly beans home? No, no, I just took them back to the depot. Man, you can't eat a whole tin of jelly beans. You can when you're a kid. They're the best thing in the world. But when you're like our age, like diabetes yeah, type yeah. two. So you get, you get Are they drink. good? Good yeah, quality de- jelly beans. Delightful. They're as good as the ones you get at the de- chemist. Delightful. <laughs> <laughs> the one you get at the chemist. One of the chemists, you know, the black and white bags. They're, they're as good as glucogel. They're yeah. as good as Sam Worthington's last the black five ones movies. Are great. So this is the whole thing, and this is what it was like for me as a kid. When Dulux <laughs> ran the jelly bean special, it was like, Dad, Dad, go get some paint. Dad, let's go get some paint. Let's paint the house. Right? How many layers of paint did your dad put on the house? <laughs> Enough to stimulate the economy. Is this, so what I'm saying this is, is before he got into golf, right? <laughs> start, just, just run the jelly bean promotion all the time. Kids will be hassling their parents to put, get paint on their house. Don't they run it all the time? No, it's not. It's only like around Christmas time. But when the economy starts to That's when to you dip, want to relax. But why is everyone around Christmas going to buy... Oh, that's probably why they do it. Because well, everyone's not out to buy... House, right? But I'm saying, why not coat the house three times a year? That'll just stimulate paint sales, stimulate the painters of the economy, stimulate growth. Mate, you can just change up the colours. Mate. Have red one, one quarter. Jelly all the time and we are flying past China uh, in terms of economic growth. <laughs> we should mail out jelly beans to new listeners. Yeah, totally. Totally. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> does, does your apartment need a coat of paint? <laughs> 45 <laughs> litres? Sure. Oh, no, 20 litres. How much would home. it... Fringe sports. So, I've, this is this is it's actually been going around for about 20 years or so now. There's a sport where you play chess yep. and then you punch someone in the face. <laughs> so you do a round of boxing, right? Yep. With with gloves in a ring. Yep. And then the next round, they take the chairs away. I mean, they take they put chairs onto the ring yep. and you play a game of chess. Well, like two minutes later. Like, like a five-minute part like where you have to hit the, the button or whatever of chess. Oh, wow. And then they take the chair and the chess table away and you box. Do you play Do you play a full game or just a timed? I think you do the timed thing. So I think you then continue back with the game. So you're doing like round, round for round Yeah, type. you do round for round. So boxing and chess, amazing. And apparently it's like massive in some parts of the world. I'll have to research that. But I think we could we could probably start a... So is the idea that you Start up a scene. What about... Mm. That should be Monday in Green 3. <laughs> 
What if Bobby Fisher could no, box? That, that, mate, I would rather watch Mundine. Them. They need to play uh, Connect Four. <laughs> I would rather I'd pay per view to watch Mundine and Green play a game of chess <laughs> before I'd pay per view to watch them fight. Yeah. Uh, see, Mike, I don't think you would. You're saying it, but I still don't think. No, I no, I'm only. I don't think you'd put your cash on the table to watch Monday. No, I I only said I would. I only said I'd do it. More, I'm more likely to do that than pay to watch some fight. What about? I probably wouldn't do either. Six hundred eighty US dollars in a freighter for Liam's game. Apparently, that's that's not even. We'll get him on because that's not even like the smallest amount people are paying. Sony freighter as well. You're just moving goods around. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's not fun. I'm sure He's... you can mount some, like, brontosauruses on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Robert Timms. Hard recommendations. Before we leave, we would like to recommend another podcast we've come across. It's uh, called Popcorn. Very funny idea. They... They call them B grade, but I call them like F grade. Yeah, they're I call totally, them like they're, they're like dangerous plutonium grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're like the, you know Brontosaurus versus the toaster. <laughs> uh, might come up with a title. Would you call Avatar a B grade film? I'd call Avatar C. Oh man! Well, no, Avatar's triple A. <laughs> it's got Sam Worthington in it, mate. I'm gonna a Malfi miss. We should do it. A triple A movie review podcast. Yeah, well, we only well, do should, we tri- call it, should we call it at the movies and get we do, <laughs> we do Worthington cast exclusively uh, Sam about, Worthington. What about if we do a, yeah six degrees of Sam Worthington podcast or just two degrees of Sam? What's Worthington? he Worthington? <laughs> anyway, check out Popped Corn. Very very funny. Uh, season one. Season one. I think the thing I like about it is the most is when they go through the actors that have come on because sometimes they are well-known actors or like who either at the end of their career or at the start of their career and it's quite or funny at the worthington Ebb. zenith <laughs> um so yeah check the, it the out last, check out their last episode triassic attack um yeah, I heard great s- dinosaur chat in there they talk about museums they talk about the physics of these dinosaur bones fantastic Love yeah it. hey hey goodbye do we still have the same farewell music yeah, yeah good Farewell. 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 See you in a fortnight.